You're listening to The Miraculous, a podcast by Gary Hewins that will give you a godly infusion of encouragement every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All right, saints, here we go. Infusion number 20. This is for the healing minister. We're going to look at the same passage we looked at in the last podcast, Luke chapter 17, verse 11 through 19. But we're going to look at it through the lens, the perspective of what it means to be a healing minister, to to believe by faith that your interaction with another can result in God's grace of touching another and healing their sickness or disease. Here's the scripture. Now on his way to Jerusalem, remember a third year, Jesus going to the cross. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. And he was going into a village. Ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he, was, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus asked, we're not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to them, rise and go, your faith has made you well. Well, I think the first thing I want to say to you about your ministry as a healing minister, maybe even ask God for the gift of healing. You're going to come across occasions when you'll need to be gifted in that way because people will ask of you uh, to pray with them, to minister to them in a way that yields healing in their bodies, their minds, their hearts, their relationship. Well, the first thing I want you to keep in mind is healing ministry takes place in, in many various places. Look at the ministry of Jesus. He's all over the map. He's at the Decapolis. He's in Samaria. He's in Galilee. He's in Capernaum. He's in the synagogue. He's in the street. He's in a girl's bedroom who's just died. He's outside of Nain touching a coffin. He's he's uh, outside of Jerusalem at the home of Lazarus, and he's calling him out of the tomb. He is everywhere, okay? He's on the other side of the lake, the other the good side of the lake. He's all over Roman territory, Jerusalem, everywhere. Your healing ministry should also take place perhaps at the synagogue or what we would call the altar at church, the pew, the sidewalk, the border, um, at a merchant's place of business, at someone's home, on a golf course, in the car. You're a healing minister. You need to be on the ready, prepared in season and out wherever it is you are. That's number one. Number two, you need to have access to people, Okay. Uh, and the way that you do that is you anticipate being around people or going to see people for appointments you've set up for for ministry or whatever the case may be. Prepare yourself early in the morning for the day ahead and be ready to move about and I guess be a walking, talking, empathetic, loving minister of God's grace that moves about to where people are. There's another point. All right, now – I'm also going to say this, and this may confuse you, so I will try to explain it. The ministry of healing and the ministry of prayer are not exactly the same. Okay? You have to, well, let me explain. Jesus Jesus didn't pray for people to be healed. Not really. 
look back at those 26 accounts. He didn't pray. He declared. He took authority. He, he expected. He acted. Told people. He didn't, he didn't sit in his bedroom and pray for people. A healing minister can be that, but it's not all it is. There's touching involved. There's looking into someone's eyes. There's embracing somebody. There's listening to their troubles. There's giving them counsel. There's waiting on God. There's the laying out of hands, the anointing of oil. These Just sitting at home and praying is, I'm not saying it's not a good thing to do. I'm saying there's a better thing to do at times because not all healing takes place through intercession. Jesus took authority over sickness. He didn't pray about it. What we tend to do is pray, 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 pray. Well, first of all, don't pray, 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 pray. Get a, get a sense of when to pray and for whom to pray for and how to pray and what to pray and when to wait and not pray. Now we're doing something. When you have a sensitivity and when you don't sense the leading of the Lord, pull back. When you do, go forward. But be obedient. Be with people. Feel what they feel. Be accessible. Touch, listen, and be empathetic. Healing ministry is not simply praying over prayer requests. Although it can be. Person-to-person, life-on-life ministry teaches us things, stretches us, and engages us. One of the ways you grow as a healing minister is to know that you're going to a hospital to pray for somebody. The preparation involved in that, the confession of sin, the asking for help, and empowerment and insight. All of those things help you grow. Just praying for somebody from a distance. Hey, a lot of people are already doing that. Why don't you be the, the moving target that can't be hit, that is engaged in the life of other people, but also pray for them at your home, of course. So how do you engage in healing ministry? Well, the same way that the lepers responded to Christ. Go, 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 go. Get moving. Get moving. You see, they were healed as they moved. You're going to be a healer, a healing agent, as you are on the go. Okay? Same principle in mind. So is Jesus. Jesus is moving. He's not sitting in one place. He's going to the people. If you lack insight, get moving. You'll get the flow. Go and flow. You'll get flow and insight in how to do so as you get moving by faith to please God. If your genuine motivation is to please and glorify God and to help the person you're trying to see healed, then get moving and you'll get a flow on how to do that. Stay at home and pray for them from a distance is okay, but it's not what Jesus did. And he said, come follow me. So there's going to be some movement. The guy was inexhaustible. He traveled constantly. So the principle there is get moving. Tend to people in such a way that they want to fall at the feet of Jesus. Certainly not your feet or mine, right? We want them to praise God and glorify God. We do. We want them to praise God whether they're healed or not. Now, the healing that we talked about in this passage is salvation. It's it's the full wholeness available to us. So we want to minister in that way, and we want to give thanks to God like we do in the Eucharist. We talked about that, remember, in the previous podcast. We want to be incredibly thankful for the privilege and opportunity of someone allowing us to exercise our faith over their life and pray and petition God on their behalf and to lay hands on them and to wait on God for healing. Just like the leper who returned, the former leper, I should say, got on his face before God, 
I ask you this question as a healing minister. When is the last time you were on your face before God? And are we going to allow a leprous Samaritan to outdo us in humility when in reality we're equally undeserving as he, she, or anyone else in the world? There needs to be incorporated into our our prayer life a deep humility and that, that manifests itself even in body posture, posture of the heart. Intercession isn't always prayer. You say, what? Yeah, no, intercession isn't always prayer. Jesus intercedes for us daily. That doesn't mean he prays for us. He prayed once for us. That's all he needs, getting an answer. What he does is he he puts himself in our situation. He feels our pain. He's empathetic. He doesn't divorce himself from us, so we're so distant he doesn't get what we're going through. He, in a cooperation with the Holy Spirit, grieves on our behalf. He stands in on our behalf. That's what a healing minister does. And by his stripes we are healed. And we worship on one another. We worship on. Uh, we worship Christ with one another and even on behalf of one another. Try this. Think of somebody who doesn't know Christ. And when you get done worshiping him for, for yourself, now worship Christ on their behalf. That's intercession. Stand in there by faith and worship Christ for what he'll do in their life before they even have an opportunity to know you're doing it. Stand in by faith. Now that takes faith to do because worship is the chief end of man. Let's pray. Show us how being with people, caring for people, laying hands on people, holding people, embracing people, has its place and far greater stature in your eyes than just simply praying from a distance. Although I know, Lord, some can only do that. But move us. Move on our hearts on other people's behalf to care for them, to compassionately love them, and be sensitive to their needs, but also physically move us into the lives and out of the lives of people that we may be your agents of healing. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Miraculous. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the next infusion of encouragement. Have a great day.